Road Time. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. And I'm Rolanda Watts, and I just love hanging out with you. Today, we're going to be talking about veganism with my buddy and fellow journalist, Jackie Reed. You see her all over the place. She's one of NBC's finest. You also hear her on Tom Joyner's show on Sirius, and you hear her with her cousin, Joyanne Reed from MSNBC, on her radio cast or her podcast, Read This, Read That. Well, honey, she's going to read us for filth today if we're still eating meat, because Miss Jackie says veganism is the way to go. In fact, she calls herself a veganista. <laughs> Now, I've heard a lot of things. I've never heard of veganista, but I haven't heard a lot about veganism until as of late. More and more of my friends are turning to veganism, and everywhere I turn around, there's another celebrity talking about it. I mean, look at all the celebrities. Jackie isn't the only celebrity that's a vegan. Remember Beyonce losing all that weight after the twins? Well, honey, she claims it was the vegan diet that did it. Bill Clinton, looking just as handsome as he can be, he says it's all because he changed his health. You know, he had those heart issues. He said he went vegan, changed his world. Ariana Grande says it changed her life, clears her skin. Listen to these other celebrities. Ellen Pompeo, Michelle Pfeiffer, Zac Efron, Natalie Portman, Madonna, Ellen and Portia, Alicia Silverstone, Venus Williams, Miley Cyrus, Peter Dinklage, who I love, the little guy on Game of Thrones, and Bellamy Young. I mean, oh, and even Wu-Tang's Riza. Yeah, black folks are even going vegan. And that's probably not a bad idea considering how our community's health crisis is happening. So I just wanted to, well, I guess I've got to do what I'm encouraging everybody to do every week, and that is step out of your comfort zone, try something new. Now, with full transparency here, let me just say, I love a good steak. I'm sorry. I know. I know. And don't smother a pork chop because I'm the first at the table. I'm sorry. Fried chicken. Oh, my God. You know, fried chicken is one of my favorite foods. And when my mother hears that in the press, she's like, couldn't you think of something, anything other than fried chicken to say is your favorite food? She says, couldn't you say tofu or something, hummus? Anyway, I'm a meat eater. That's the truth. But I don't have to stay a meat eater. In fact, I might even take Oprah up on her challenge. Oprah's got this challenge going on, y'all. She's like, one meal a day, just one meal a day, try cutting out the meat. You know, that's really not a bad challenge if you think about it. I mean, not saying that I want to change my entire life overnight, but one little bitty thing at a time might make a difference. I mean, I think I could do that. One meal a day for the next month, I'll have no meat, no meat byproducts, no chicken stock, totally vegan. And today, honey, you can walk in the restaurants and they know exactly what you're talking about. Vegan isn't the strange thing, the woo-woo-woo thing that it used to be. I mean, even Gwen Stefani is trying to get her boyfriend, Blake, to drop the meat. He wants to lose a little weight. That man is so fine. I tell you, that Blake is one gorgeous man. 
But Stefani, Gwen, is trying to get him to lose weight and stay healthy. And she says, the only way you're going to do that is get that meat out of your diet. So she's working with them. Their couples are working on it. Because, you know, you like Jackie Reed is going to tell us her boyfriend likes meat, but she's a vegan of two years. And in fact, they compromise that sometimes, you know, she's not trying to get him to cut all meat, you know, be like me, but he says he's finding some ways that, that, you know, that work for him, that all vegan food isn't bad. And they swear they don't miss the meat when they eat it. Even colleges are dropping beef. A lot of colleges and universities are knocking beef out of the cafeteria replacing it with chicken and pork, and many vegan dishes. In fact, they're saying that almost 40% of the sales in the cafeterias there and the coffee shops are vegan, plant-based meals. The kids know what's going on, honey. They are not going to have the health issues we have if they're eating like this. Hmm. Vegans are also quick to tell you that a vegan diet can actually help us save the planet. I mean, you not only save your health and save your waste, but to save the planet, too? Jackie's going to explain that. But I think it probably has a lot to do with the number of animals that we have to feed and water just for slaughter. I have some friends who went vegan after they watched videos on YouTube about how the slaughter and meat industry actually works with those animals stacked side by side in tiny little constraining places and the calves ripped from the mother. The mothers don't, the cows don't even get to milk their calves. I mean, it's a horrendous business, and a lot of people get turned off by that. I mean, I look at little Langston, my little animal, my little doggy, and I think, man, where are you on the food chain? Some place in the world is eating a dog. So, you know, it really is, I think being vegan is, is maybe a kind thing to do as well. Anyway, Jackie is going to talk with us about this. You know, check this out. Another thing in the news, Pizza Hut. I mean, Pizza Hut, the fast food giant, is now introducing vegan nuggets and cheesecake. (laughs) Vegan nuggets and cheesecake. The cheesecake is called, I can't believe it's not cheesecake. I'm like, well, what the hell is it? They say it's biscuits and caramel. Now, I don't know how they turned some biscuits and some caramel into a cheesecake, but you know what? It's probably a lot healthier than the real one. They've got five vegan pizzas at Pizza Hut and growing, which tells us that a younger generation is embracing a plant-based diet. And mommies of a certain generation are making sure those kids are eating those vegan nuggets. And I wonder, can they tell? I mean, they're going to have vegan fingers. (laughs) Speaking of being a kinder nation, the retail giants, Macy's and Bloomingdale's, are now banning the sale of fur. They say they're going to stop selling fur by the end of 2020. And even in social media, Chrissy Teigen caused quite the Twitter storm, you might say, when she asked a question about tofurkey. I guess that's tofu turkey. Tofurkey. She just put out on Twitter, hey, what do you think about this? And the company went nuts and everybody started talking about veganism. But it also brought up the idea of a plant-based holiday. (laughs) I'm not quite sure I'd be so happy if I went someplace and they had the tofu turkey and that was it. But I'm willing to reach out, stretch out, and learn something from our guest today. 
Jackie Reed, I adore. And she's going to tell us how if you want to have some vegan dishes at your holiday spread or you're a vegan and you're going to a holiday spread, how do you deal with that? Because you don't want to piss off the chef. But you do want to keep yourself healthy. So we're going to talk about all this and have a good time today. Let me ask you to please not only enjoy listening to Rolanda On Demand every week, but please subscribe so you don't miss any shows. I want to stay in touch with you. And also, please follow me every day of the week in social media at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A-W-A-T-T-S. Be sure to go over to my YouTube channel, the Rolanda Watts channel. I also have the Rolanda Comedy channel. And I'm going to tell you what would be a great gift for somebody you love is an autographed copy of Destiny Lingers, my romance suspense novel, endorsed by Dr. Maya Angelou. And I think you'll really enjoy this love story. It's an interracial love story that will keep you on the edge of your seat. You'll miss your subway stop if you're reading it here in New York. So hit me up, DM me, and let me know if I can send you off a book all signed. I'm so proud to be part of the C-Suite Radio Network. We're going to talk to Jackie Reed about being a veganista (laughs) right after this. It's Rolanda. Bro, she said, I sit here and wash my dishes listening to you. Oh, that's and great. And she said, you're my kitchen companion. That's what the whole thing is that you talk about and I talk about, too, is that is going for your dreams, trying something new, not being afraid to fail. We need to have passion in whatever we do. Without that passion, which is where the center of our creativity is, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect. It's Rota. C-Suite Radio. Yes. Veganista. Veganista. Yes. I had never even heard the word veganista. <laughs> <laughs> but Jackie, you do all kinds of things. Let me just give you a rundown of all the things that Jackie does. I Jackie, got a lot of jobs. They call me the side hustle, babe. You, you Listen, you and I are running neck to neck here. Right? <laughs> In addition to being a passionate animal advocate... And a vegan, Emmy Award winner Jackie Reed is a multimedia maven. You see her everywhere. If you're in New York, you see her on New York Live, in New York City, and on The Hub today in Boston. And these are shows that do celebrity interviews. I love being on the show. You'll see me all us together on Christmas Eve. But um, food, fashion, you know, celebrity interviews and the rest. You also see Jackie on NBC's Red Carpet Team. You also hear her on the radio. My goodness, she's on Tom Jornier radio show. She's on the Sirius XM with her show Inside Her Story. And then she's a dynamic duo with her cousin. Read This, Read That, a wonderful podcast with MSNBC's Joy Reid. And you guys are cousins, right? Well, we call each other play cousins. We're actually not related, but you would think we are. Because <laughs> we act like we're actual relatives. And you do. And, and, and I want to point out that you, your names are both spelled R-E-I-D, right? 
Yes. Okay, I got that because I I totally missed that. And with a name like Rolanda, I want to make sure I spell people's yes, names. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great podcast. And and Jackie, I just can't tell you how how grateful I am that you guys have had me on your show. So I am honored that you are now on my podcast. Yeah, I get to turn them twice. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is some love. Let me get these <laughs> girls on the Rolanda on Demand program. You know, I did not know that you're an HBCU graduate from Clark College. Yes, Clark. I didn't Clark. know that. Yes, ma'am. You know, and I was right over across the yard at Spelman. Yeah. Yes. Right. And then she also went to Northwestern. And these are the reasons she's such a great journalist known all over the place. She's also a Delta for you sorority girls. And, you know, a lot of us remember you from BET. You know, that was a a long stint for you. But anyway, I could go on and on about this black girl magic. (laughs) Let me get into this veganista. You know, we could sit up here and we could talk about journalism and being in TV and just being women on the move. But I love this vegan story. And you know why I do, Jackie, because I eat meat and I don't understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rolanda. I know. I had a salad the other day and I took a snapshot of it and sent it to Jackie. I said, you'd be proud of me today. There was no meat in it. But tell me, how did this whole, you know, I think that veganism and especially having lived in California, it's not the crazy woo woo thing that it used to be. So many people that we know, they even have vegan dating sites out there. So yes. there's quite a large group of people doing the food has gotten better for vegans. And so I think because of the conversation and the new products coming out, there are folks like me who are saying, well, maybe I could look into it a little bit. So I'm going to I'm going to learn from today. And so I'm sure a lot of our listeners are, Jackie, how did you get into deciding to be a vegan? Why? Yeah, because, you know, I'm working on you, Rolanda. I'm working <laughs> on you. I'm coming to get you. I'm <laughs> Come on. Put the down. <laughs> you don't even want to hear about that steak I had last night. Do you? I don't want to hear about it. It, it might have been your last steak. That's last day. <laughs> but let me ask you this, because, you know, our other fe- fellow journalist, Jane Velez Mitchell, is a staunch vegan. And she started being a vegan, she said, because she didn't like she had a she knew a rabbit that got killed and it and it never got over her head. Yeah. That, you know, so is it was it an animal thing? Was it a health thing? What it made was. You go- I mean, Lisa Bloom, also noted attorney, is also a big time, long time uh, vegan and animal activist. So for me, it was about the animals. Um, you know, I I've always been an animal lover. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, and that came from my mother, who my grandmother told me when she was younger used to sneak animals into the house you know, in the in the brownstone that they lived in in Philadelphia, in North Philly growing up. So my mom has always been an animal lover and she passed that right on to myself and my sister. But for me, you know, it was when my dog Sugar Shane died um, four years ago. And it just, you know, that dog had been with me for 10 years. Sugar Shane was like my child. And as Zoe and Oscar are about to start barking here, my other dogs. Langston will bark back here. He's yeah. <laughs> okay. Because what do you do, you know, with the kids? <laughs> um, but when Sugar Shane died, it was, I was so close to this dog, Rolanda, and it just broke my heart um, when he died. And he had heart, um, a heart disease. And, you know, we, I, I took him back and forth to the bed over years. He was on a lot of medications. And one day 
his heart just gave out and it broke my heart and it took a piece of me with it. I swear it did. I still, I still cry to this day and it's been four years over the loss of that dog. We were so close and it just made me realize the connection that I had and that we have with animals, um, particularly if we allow ourselves. Um, and I just realized that my dog was more than just a dog. It was a living being with a soul. And that may sound really woo-woo and deep to people, but that's, you know, that's my story. Um, and it, it, it really moved me and it made me look at animals differently. And after I did that, so that's where the seed was planted, right? And I've heard people say, a lot, a lot of my vegan friends will say something like, I don't eat anything with a face or I don't eat anything with a mother. Yes, because listen, you know, we're so close to our cats and dogs and, you know, our pets here in this country, but over in other, in other countries around the world, they eat cats and dogs. And we're like, oh, oh no, that's gross. But how is that any different than a pig or a cow or a horse? You know, why do we eat cows, but we don't eat horses? Right. Well, why do we eat, why do we eat, you know, catfish, but we don't eat dolphins or we don't eat sharks? You know, why is, why is one, these dogs, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they are, they're going like, yes, mother, animal I power. Full <laughs> on wrestle fast. I'm like, uh. Stop it. And there's no stopping them. But anyway, you know, who who decides what animal, what species is more important to us than the other? Right. Um, so like I said, the death of sugar shame made me really, it just clicked something. I didn't turn vegan immediately then, mm-hmm. right? Because I've only been vegan for two years. This was four years ago. And so I started to just, you know, started just kind of leaning into it a little bit more. And I started, I did that 22 day challenge that Jay-Z and Beyonce um, did. Are uh, they vegan? Well, for a, they were for a short time. I don't know if they still are. If you saw um, Beyonce's homecoming documentary that she did on Netflix, she, she was vegan after she gave birth to her twins. She went on a vegan diet to get into shape for that Coachella performance. Well, honey, if I could get on a vegan diet and have a body like that, I would give up that steak in a second. You can. I'm telling you, listen, listen, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. We're getting there. I want to know, how can I lose weight? What is that going to do? Okay. Listen, so I did that, right? I did the challenge and it was hard because I didn't do the research on how to eat. But after I saw this video, you know, fast forward a few, couple of years later, I saw this video on Facebook and it was, a, it was an ad for this, Black woman who was walking by these protesters that were giving out pamphlets about go vegan, right? And she was like, whatever. And she went, it, it, it awakened something in her to start paying attention to what was going on with veganism. More and more people were talking about it. So she let herself do the research and she saw that she could save 200 animals a year by going vegan. Wow. And at the end of this ad, this video, you see her handing out the pamphlets to people saying go vegan. Wow. So that really touched me. And that was close to the end of the year. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go vegan because I care about animals. And, you know, it's like RZA from Wu-Tang said, no animals have to die so I can live. That just doesn't have to happen. And for me, if I could save 200 animals a year by by me going vegan, that doesn't seem like a sacrifice at all for me. That's how much I care about animals. That's how much I care about this planet because 
the whole animal and meat industry is 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 just doing a number on it, our environment. You know, there's there's that documentary from farm to table. Yes, it just blew so many people away, and I've heard that documentary alone was what helped a lot of people make the make the transition into veganism. Yeah, uh, we're talking to Jackie Reed. You've seen her all over the place, from NBC to Tom Joyner Radio to Sirius Radio. She's a top journalist. She's one of NBC's finest. She's out there, and now she's with us, talking about something very different from journalism, um, yes. but something a story that it does need to get out there a lot more. And that is being a veganista. veganista. Did I say it right there? Yes, um, yes. And there are a lot of stories on this. It has become a big journalism. It event. really is. Yeah. yeah. A lot more people are talking about it. Every day I wake up and I'll, ge- or I'll Google the word vegan and I'll go to the news section of Google and I'll just see. And there's always new stories. There, you know, there was a story today about this really popular, I'm trying to think of the name. Um, I used to eat their uh, yogurt, a regular yogurt company that is now going into the oat-based yogurt business. So no more dairy for them. And it's a really big yogurt company. And it's like you see, you know, dairy farms that are filing for bankruptcy. Uh, There are meat companies that are now investing in plant-based products as part of what they carry. There's definitely a big change in the industry. I mean, there was a magazine, I want to say it was The Economist, I'm not sure, that dubbed 2019 the year of the vegan. Wow. So much is changing. So much is changing. Well, now, for those people who are like, what is vegan? Just eating vegetables? Is that what it is? Does you just eat only anything but vegetables? No. Let me tell you what I just- Break it down. What is it? Let me tell you what I just had for dinner. I had a delicious tomato bisque soup, Right with uh, roasted cauliflower and quinoa inside. It was so delicious. And then I had a great vegan version of a Greek salad with Greek feta um, and uh, Kalamata olives and tomatoes and cucumbers and this delicious red wine vinaigrette. Um, And I put a vegan pesto sauce on my soup, drizzled it over there with the cauliflower and the quinoa inside. I mean, it's delicious for this morning. I had, um, you know, uh, sausage links that were vegan, hot Italian sausage links. I had vegan eggs and grits with vegan butter. You know, man, hold up now, girl. You got some vegan grits. Vegan grits. Because is that different from the regular grits we have? No, and that's what I'm that's what right. I'm saying. Think when you think about what you what you're eating already, probably the majority of it, when you look at the sides that you eat and the snacks that you eat and little things that you eat here and there, breakfast foods, a lot of that stuff is vegan or could easily be vegan with a little switch of leaving out butter and using a little olive oil. And we've all started doing that anyway. Right. For my so grits are vegan. Oatmeal is vegan. Right? Anything anything without meat or meat byproducts. Anything without any animal, anything without any ingredient that came from an animal, you know, that had a mother. So no dairy, so no eggs, no cheese, no milk, no meat, no fish. Dang. So (laughs) <laughs> Was it a hard transition? I mean, don't you crave a little meat sometimes? I really don't. But here's what I say to people. When I give people advice on how to do this, start with your why. For me, it was that meaningful connection to animals. I am so I am that girl, Rolanda, that if I see a stray dog on the street, I'm pulling over my car. 
<laughs> I am going to try to help it. You know, you heard the story about the grandmother um, in Australia who saw the koala bear that was on, you know, that was burning in the in the fort in the fires there, and she went out and grabbed it because it was screaming for. Like I'm that person. She took off her own shirt oh. to grab that koala. And I mean, whether it's a cat, if there was a dog run or a cat running on the highway, I'm pulling over and I'm trying to save it. I'm that girl. So I'm so connected to animals. Other people, I interviewed this woman who beat ca- breast cancer by going plant-based. She didn't, they wanted her to do chemo, radiation, stem cell. She said no to it all. And I write about her on Vegan Sexy Cool. Her story is so inspiring. They gave her two to five years to live. 20 something years later, she is still living and thriving. And she's teaching other people in the African-American community how to prevent and reverse cancer heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, the list goes on and on. You know, we as black people particularly mm-hmm. have got to stop thinking that veganis- veganism is something that white people do. Back to Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Rastafarians. There are so many people in our in our history, in our ancestry who were vegans. You don't don't see the amount of cancer in Africa that you see among black folks here. I know that's for sure. No, no, in so many areas. I mean, eating meat the way that they do now in Africa was something that came years later, right? Mm -hmm. Came years later. It was not originally how people in Africa were eating. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, it's finding the why. Is it that you do want a body like Beyonce's? You know, is it that you want your knees to stop hurting from the inflammation? You know, is it that you want your cholesterol to be better? Is it that you want to beat cancer? You know, there are so many things that eating a plant-based diet can help you do. And it, and it, to me, you know, Joanne and I were joking about this on our last podcast, Black people particularly, we are such... You know, we, we um, you know, we're so proud that we were able to take these scraps from slavery and make, you know, this delicacy called soul food, right? Called chitlins. Chitlins, <laughs> yes. My mother, chitlins, you know, ham hocks, you know. Listen, my daddy used to say, black folks eat everything on the pig but the oink. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my meat back. Yeah. But but you know what? You full transparency. Yeah. You brought me to tears twice so far. What? And both times it was talking about animals, your love for animals. Yeah. And when you put it in that way, I think that does kind of hit it. I mean, it makes me just stop all the jokes about give me my meat. Yeah, it makes because- me think about it differently. Because what a lot of people, when you let yourself do the research, right, mm-hmm. you, you realize that cows don't just walk around producing meat. They're kept in these tiny pens, right, where they are um, impregnated. They have to give birth. And the minute they give birth, those calves are snatched away from them and then they're milked. They never get a chance to mother their calves. And those calves are then put into pens. They're either immediately used for veal, right? They instantly become food or they are there. You know how they make leather? They drain animals of their blood while they're still alive. And so that, so that the leather will be in the best condition. And in some places, 
when when you get cheap leather, it is actually dogs and other animals who have that rough, you know, skin. Mm. So a lot of times you don't know whether the fur that you're getting from that, you know, place, maybe you go here or there to get your fur, could be dog fur. Oh, that is just wacky. But you know what? The world is that way. And like you say, different cultures feel different ways about it. You, you know, you brought up something very interesting that veganism is not only just about what you eat. Veganism goes beyond that. Explain where are you else we're seeing veganism. Yeah, for me, because I'm an animal lover and the more research I did, the more that I learned about how many animal products were used, not just in food, but in day-to-day things that we use on a regular basis. And, um, you know, in a lot of our makeup, there are materials in there that that come from animals. And a lot of our hair products, or if they don't come from animals, they're tested on animals. And if you love animals, Animal testing will really break your heart because these are are bunnies and they're monkeys and that live that are bred to be experimented on. You know what? You know the Botox that a lot of women love and use. I will never use Botox because it is tested on animals who are paralyzed in order to test out the dosage on Botox. And it's not just mice and rats, which is horrific within itself, but it is bunnies. It is dogs. There are puppies and dogs in uh, universities across this country. And this is not some crazy, it's really happening. Dogs and cats are being tested on, on a regular basis in universities across the country. Wow. Whether it's medicinal or for beauty beauty reasons. So even, you know, I, I think collagen is important. That comes from animals. I found a plant-based collagen, you know, that I take uh, every day. Um, and it's it's a brand from the actress Alicia Silverstone from Clueless. Remember her? Yeah. She looks amazing. If you've seen her in person, all the people from Clueless really do. I don't know what was in the water on that set, but she particularly looks and she's been vegan for a long time. She's a big vegan person and a big environmentalist. Um, but yeah, it's the and it is the clothes that I wear. I just posted a picture on my um, Instagram today of these beautiful vegan leather boots that I have and a vegan leather dress with some cute tights on. It's like- now, the, Wait a minute, what do you make a vegan boot out of, eggplant? No, you know what? You can make it out of apple. You can make it out of coconut. You what? Can make, um, all kinds of products. Come on, you know what? Not only are we inventive and creative in the kitchen, but scientists, come on, what can't we do for the most part? Mm -hmm. Um, There are so many products that you can turn into materials that are just like leather and just like suede. I have a a story on vegansexycool.com about these uh, shoes from this company called Vera, and it's V-E-E-R-A-H. They make a vegan suede that will blow your mind. I'm nope. writing that down. V e e v e e r a h a h. Girl, we are getting the skinny and the tea today from Miss Jackie <laughs> Reed. She's a journalist extraordinaire. You see her all over the place, NBC mainly, but you've seen her on BET. You've seen her on the red carpet. You've seen her or heard her on Sirius and all over the place. But um, to hear this side, and I really appreciate it because you walk the walk. You look healthy. You stand by that. Your wonderful uh, new uh, magazine slash uh, website, Vegan Sexy Cool. I, I know that's going to take off because, you know, you're a journalist and people want to learn from, from a credible source about this this stuff. <laughs> it's, 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 
It's, it's, it, you know, it seems so foreign, but the more you talk about it, it seems so inviting. And, and you, and you know what, the other thing I like about what you're bringing up, and I think a lot of people these days are incorporating this in their lives and their businesses, is that sense of kindness that I can't help, but not only think that it, you know, avoiding killing and eating and using animals is kinder, but also what we just do to those animals that you pointed out, we're eating that energy of a cow who would child was or calf was ripped from them. I mean, we're eating that energy of turkeys and pigs packed in little places just so we can consume them. There's a lot to be said about what we are consuming more than the meat. Right. Because those are factory farmed animals that are raised specifically for that. Those, those animals never see the light of day. They never touch grass. You know, they don't leave their pens. It's, it's heartbreaking when you really let yourself see it. No animal should be treated like that just so I can enjoy things that are actually making me sick. You know, every time you eat meat, and, and I'm a journalist, so I have researched this stuff. It's not just, you know, just off the top of my head or I'm just sitting around with friends talking. Right. Documented. Every time you eat meat, Every time you eat dairy, inflammation enters your body because your body is fighting that. Everybody thinks that we need protein. We need animals to get protein. Cows don't eat other animals. Right. Pigs eat other animals. Gorillas don't even eat meat. They don't, but they are muscular because they eat plants. You can get protein and everything you actually need from a plant. Now, yes, you have to eat as a vegan responsibly, you have to make sure that you're getting certain nutrients, but that's with any diet. You know what I mean? You have to make sure that you're getting the right nutrients and things such as that. But if you, if you do that, um, cause you can eat French fries all day and be a vegan, right? you know, okay. French fries and Oreos and you can do it. Right. So but you they have to make sure you, you're a healthy vegan because it's all about living our best life. I mean, for me, Rolanda, I had really bad, you know, I'm a runner. So I had trained for two New York City marathons and I love running, but my knees started bothering me. And the doctor was like, you have runner's knee, which is kind of like early arthritis. So I was in physical therapy. Nothing was working. Every time I climbed upstairs, my knees were hurting. Every time I put on high heels, and you know, I'm out here trying to be cute, could not wear the heels, couldn't get in and out of a car. It was really uncomfortable. And I honestly got to the point where I was like, I guess this is going to have to be my life. I'm going to have to, you know, just kind of deal with the chronic pain um, of, uh, you know, chronic pain in my knees. But then when I went vegan, and this was, I did it for animals, not for, for health reasons. When I went vegan about, it took me about a month to realize, or maybe a little longer, I was coming up some uh, subway platform stairs in um, New York and my knees were not hurting. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. I kind of squatted down. <laughs> What's going on? And I, I went to, I immediately went to the computer and I looked up. Uh, vegan veganism and inflammation and sure enough scientifically proven here there everywhere that it takes inflammation out of your body I don't know about you I like to dance (laughs) I like like to dance you know what I mean I like to move I like having movement I don't like feeling like well I guess can't do that anymore I don't like feeling like that now I'm starting to train to run again. It took me a while because I've just, it's just been two years since I've been a vegan, but it took me a while to trust my knees. I would go to yoga class and I'd be like, I can't do that move. 
you know, because I got bad knees. And it, it took me a while for them to say, you know what? You just lean into it. With your young self. You know, little sister, I'm going to get on you. Girl. <laughs> but you changed that around. What, what, is, what, were, what are some things that, that may surprise us? Some other things that may surprise us? Because I think a lot of us get surprised that there's enough protein in plants to sustain us. A lot of people think if I go vegan, I'm not going to starve myself to death. Am I going to be hungry all the time? Yes. Um, there's, what were some of the most surprising, wonderful things that you found in your journey that you want to share with us for somebody? Because I love what you say about this website. Y'all got to check out Vegan Sexy Cool. Jackie says it's a site for vegans, kind of vegans. I think I want to be a vegan. And I'm just <laughs> curious about vegans. <laughs> I love there's something for everybody. everybody. I mean, I mean, the, the thing that I think surprised me most, first off, was what I was just talking about, the health benefits, because I did not know about that. And I've learned, I'm always learning more and more about how being vegan benefits people in, in a health, in, in healthy ways. Then I learned about how, how easy it is. Granted, you have to kind of change the way you think. You know, we were raised on that food pyramid and, you know, we think we're supposed to eat a certain way. Well, we realized that the food pyramid a few years ago was all wrong. Well, now you don't even need the animals in order to be healthy, but it's just rethinking the way that you eat. Because I'm headed to dinner and and just because of you, Jackie, I'm going to make different choices tonight. Well, just ask, you know, I have an article on vegansexycool.com about how to handle things when you go out, when you travel, when you go out to restaurants, you just have to have a conversation. If you're not going to a vegan restaurant, which the other thing that I was going to say that surprised me is there's a lot of great vegan restaurants out there. We all know about, if you haven't heard of the slutty vegan in Atlanta who makes plant-based burgers that are delicious. There's Urban Vegan Kitchen here in New York. Uh, Candle 79, there's Bad Gal Vegan, that's Caribbean Vegan in Brooklyn. There's vegan in Br- And all of these places are making vegan foods that you will love. And I'm going to be featuring a lot of those places um, on my website. And uh, that's Vegan Sexy Cool, y'all. Check out Jackie's. Um, You're going to love it. SexyCool.com. I love the name of it. Um, like, and you know what? And I love it because as you do more research and put it in your blogs on the on the site, we can just keep checking in and finding out new information. Who are some of the big celebrities who are vegans? Uh, Taraji P. Henson just became vegan. Jermaine Dupri's been vegan for about 15 years. Neo is vegan. Will I Am is vegan. Miley Ray Cyrus is vegan. Uh, you know, Moby the singer is vegan. Um, I'm trying to think who else. RZA from Wu Tang Clan is really—he's been a long time vegan. Raised his sons vegan, uh, and he's trying to convince. I think if not, if he hasn't read the rest of the Wu Tang Clan to be vegan, um, Ava DuVernay is vegan. Um, Oprah is leaning into it. She's going to be once a month, of, uh, once a week, a vegan. Oh no, once a day. She's going to eat a vegan meal. She's challenging everybody to a 30 day eat once, uh, eat one vegan meal a day. If you go to um, Oprah.com, she has a whole eating plan. Oh, brilliant. That's so brilliant. It's like there, there are just so many people and I meet them all the time on a regular basis that are now eating vegan. Well, you never know, Jackie. I may surprise you. Yeah, Rolanda, watch to that list. Holidays are coming. They're going to want to accommodate you just like they would to, to someone who doesn't eat gluten 
or who's on some other certain type of diet. They will want to accommodate them in some kind of way. So it is good to let them know or have a conversation. If you are the guest and they are not sure about what vegan is, how to cook vegan, offer to bring something or offer to bring one or two things. Let me, let me bring something that you know you will enjoy. That to me is the best way to do it. Sure. I mean, a lot of times people think they're cooking vegan and they'll throw a little chicken stock and something and be like, what? I didn't put any meat in it. And it's like, oh, or put some bacon in there. Yeah, right, right. And it's like, that is not good for a vegan. So if you're the guest, have that conversation with whoever the host is. Um, and don't be, you, you can't be shy about it. You definitely can't be, but you don't, you know, you can be polite about it, but always offer to bring something. And oftentimes, depending on where I'm going, I'll eat a little something before I go just to make sure. And then I look at what people have and I kind of try to make my own thing. You know, if they have a salad, I'll just eat, you know, eat a little bit of salad, but I'll make sure I'll eat before and after I'll bring some nuts with me. I always have little snacks that I bring with me. Always bring soy sauce, I say, because somebody has rice. Somebody has vegetables, steam that in the microwave, put some soy sauce on it. You got a meal. That sounds good. <laughs> now, can you drink wine or have a cosmopolitan or well, teeny? There are vegan elements. There are vegan wines and vegan liquors. Um, a lot of people will say, you know, and a lot, again, that's another gift that you can bring. You know, there are a lot of websites out there that will identify what um, beverages, you know, what spirits are vegan and what what's not vegan. It's very easy to find. Uh, St. Germain, for example, most vodkas, you know, are vegan, meaning that they don't add egg whites or gelatin, which is made out of animal bones um, or honey or different things like that, that you should know is in your wine. So check the ingredients uh, before you drink your wine. Because a lot of those things are in or used in the processing of it. Um, but if you're if you're hosting and someone is coming that is vegan, it is very easy to make a vegan mac and cheese. There are recipes everywhere. Everywhere, I tell you, girl, I, you could get a college degree just re, watching YouTube videos all day. I mean, there's so much out there. If you are interested in. Um, following Jackie and maybe taking that challenge of one yeah. vegan meal a week. I don't think that's a lot to, a day. A day. That's a lot to ask. Uh-huh. I think I could work with that. I mean, at least it's cutting the meat out of, you know, halfway. But if you're interested, go to vegansexycool.com yeah. and follow Jackie there. And of course, follow her on Sirius Radio and on NBC if you're in New York or Boston. And um, where else? Tom Joyner Morning Show. Yes. Follow her on social media. Where can we find you? Give us the rundown because we're following you, my darling. Please do. Go to vegansexycool.com and you can follow all of the handles for my social media for vegansexycool.com, which is at vegansexycool. Um, And then, of course, I am at Jackie Reed at J-A-C-Q-U-E-R-E-I-D on all social media platforms. So, So follow me in both places. Y'all remember, follow Jackie at vegansexycool.com. And by the way, you can also um, follow us on social media. We've always got something going on. And I'm going to join Jackie over there on New York Live on NBC, local New York. You check us out Christmas Eve. We've got quite the show for you. We do. Ladies in red. (laughs) That's right. Ladies in red. And also... Um, check us out because we did a great interview together on, uh, on read this, read this, read that on the podcast. 
Yeah. Rolanda, read this, read that, the podcast. I love it how y'all made it. has your name in it. It's called Rolanda's Got Jokes. <laughs> we had a ball on that podcast. We did. But, oh, nice. What are you doing for the holidays? Going to Philadelphia to visit with my family there. We go there every Thanksgiving. And thank God I have a cousin there who cooks delicious vegan soul food. So I will well fed. Well, we'll be following you on social media to make sure that we see some of those good meals. And it's these little fun animals that we we love so much that kind of make us think twice about what we do with animals. Let me just say thank you so much for listening to Rolanda On Demand. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another great interview like this. In fact, Joanne Reed says she's going to come on. And I said, you know what? I don't understand veganism and I don't understand politics. Let me get the Reed girls up in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get her to go vegan, too. So oh. be sure to ask her how she's doing when you see her. <laughs> I will. I sure will. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Follow me at Rolanda Watts, R-O-L-O-N-D-A, at Rolanda Watts on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, and the rest. And um, just go out there and do something good. Thanks so much for listening. Good night. Love you, Jackie. Love you, Ro. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. also like to say thank you to Wayne Lindsay, who provides this wonderful rendition of Before I Let Go. Thank you, Wayne. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.